Hello, welcome to You Beauty. This is Mamma Mia's podcast for your face. I'm Kelly McCarran. I have some very exciting news, everybody. Guess who's back? Back again. Liz back. <laughs> Tell her friend. Guys, I'm back. You're back. You've had a baby. You got married. I got married. We're so grown up. I know. Maybe we're too old for this podcast. Never. So you're Kelly McCarran. Yes, I am. I'm Lee Campbell. This yes, is Tuesday's you are. episode <laughs> of You Beauty. And guess what else is new? You Beauty has an email address. We do. You know what? Some stuff has changed, Lee. Guys, some stuff, stuff has changed. changed. We're not just with the podcast at Mama Mia. We're now youbeauty at mamamia.com.au. I, I could have been emailing you all along. You could have. Before we start, I want to say a humongous, ginormous thank you to the beautiful Amy Clark, who was uh, doing this for me while I was off um, birthing and raising a small human. She's going to stay on Thursdays, as you know, doing in her bag. So we're a trio now, which is delightfully we are. exciting. We are. We're a little you beauty trio. And Lee, I think the audience would just like to thank you for maintaining your presence on our Instagrams and Guys. all over the You Beauty Facebook group. You nailed it. So, of course, I've missed you. And as usual, we're going to answer two questions and then do spendy savey. Oh, my God. I had four do you have months. the best? Yes, because I have a bank of everything. <gasps> how have you decided to filter them out? Like, how just, did you decide on today's? I just Marie Kondo'd it and let my heart sing. Okay, good. So yeah. today we're going to just have the, the two that really love. just sung to you the most. Yeah, they turned me on. All right. Well, let's get into it. And just remember, guys, if you did miss anything on the show today, all of the products mentioned will be in our show notes. Just scroll on down in the details on the podcast app. Amy Clark will still be updating them like the trooper she is. Lee, you ready for your first question? I am. And it's a doozy. Donna's written a thesis. Oh, so I love it. Read, read that out. Okay. Let me preface with this. I know I should never do what I'm about to ask about, but let's just pretend I'm asking for a friend. Oh, Donna, you and I would get along very well. <laughs> Why is it that when you have a full bust of pimple, so big that your skin feels stretched and you can almost hear the contents of the pimple going, let me out, you find a pin slash sewing needle, whatever, you clean it with some surgical spirits. I'm my friend is not a complete Netherlands. Neanderthal. Neanderthal. <laughs> Guys, there are some words that I just cannot read. I'm so sorry. I'm just going to continue. And then carefully prick the middle of the bugger. But rather than providing an exit route for the pimple juice, all that happens is you bleed. Oh, my God. This is such a good question. Why doesn't the pimple come out? Should I, oh, my friend, prick the bugger deeper? Ew. I asked a pathologist once while she was collecting blood from my arm and she didn't know either. I love that Donna asked a pathologist. Like, she's getting a blood test for... Like, presumably something serious. And she's like, so when I squeeze my pimples. Why? And the pathologist is probably like, what? Like, I don't care about your pimple. I just love how she's written this. But rather than providing an exit route for the pimple juice, that is brilliant. Okay, look, show me a woman who has a big, juicy white head and isn't going to squeeze it. Whenever skincare experts say don't ever squeeze a pimple, yeah. I'm like, sorry, as if you wouldn't yeah. as well. Like, if you've got a juicy white, you're not going to leave the house Ain't with that. no concealer going to cut that. No. no. Oh, sorry, even if you're not leaving the house... I'm just at home. I actually get a little bit excited when I see one. I reckon one. only like the school, like prefect, she wouldn't squeeze. Like, you know how there's just really good people sometimes? Yeah, but then she'd probably just bump it and it would turn into a big cystic one. So silly Billy, you should have squeezed it. Now, I wish Donna had given us slightly more descriptive info because she's saying it's really big. I'm assuming it's a whitehead. Like she knows it's not a blind pimple, right? Because blind pimples don't even bother trying to squeeze them. There's too much. They're too far under the layers of yeah. skin. But I'm assuming it's a proper whitehead. Like, she thinks it's juicy and ready to go, okay? Mm. Uh, she says you find a pin, a sewing needle, whatever. Uh, firstly, wrong. Don't sewing do that. Sewing needle would be, they're 
quite big, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, not a knitting needle. Oh, that's what I'm thinking <laughs> of. Like someone's trying to poke their face with a giant knitting needle. No, a sewing needle would be okay. I believe they're made of surgical steel. Just make sure it's made of surgical steel if you're going to do this because yes. let's just preface it with, okay, we're going to try and squeeze. But um, let's also preface it with we know that every skincare expert out there is listening to this going, don't squeeze it and don't prick it yourself. But and also best practices you shouldn't, but yes. as if. Don't just use a pin or whatever she said. Like don't use a safety pin or anything like that. Mm. Really, really don't. You need a proper pin. Yep. Um, I don't use surgical spirits like she has said, but I do use a lighter or a match yep. to heat it to sterilise it. I run mine under hot water. Not enough. It needs to be boiling for three minutes. Yes. Okay. Okay, keep in mind, so the sebum or the pus is thicker than blood. Like it's it's a thick, gross, gooey stuff. So <laughs> that's why the blood's coming out of the hole. She's probably not making a hole deep enough. Mm. I worry if she's pricking sideways. You need to, if you've ever had extractions, they actually prick straight down into the pore. Yeah. And it kind of hurts a little bit. Yeah, it should a little bit because you're getting really into that dirty, yes. full pore. And look, I if you can, I would get this extracted professionally because you can cause a lot of damage, particularly if you have a breakout area, keep getting recurrent breakouts mm. because what's happening is if you're not squeezing correctly, which is actually a proper technique that's trained, when you push, <laughs> I bumped the microphone because I'm actually pretending to pretending squeeze to my push. pimple. You're non-existent pimple. Your skin is beautiful. Oh, it's motherhood. <laughs> <laughs> All of that lack of mama. sleep. Yes. <laughs> it's the lack of wine. So what you're doing is if you're not pushing correctly, a little bit of pus is going to come out the top, but what you're doing is you're spreading it right Ooh, underneath, mm. under all the skin, and that's why you get an area that's your problem area because it keeps just spreading and spreading. Because all of that bacteria is now living under the skin. In 10 more pores that yeah. you've just spread it out. So look, again, probably shouldn't do it, but if you really want to do it, a sterilised needle, wash your hands, then use a tissue to mm. squeeze, pop the hole, like pop the needle into the pore, not across. You don't want to really break the skin. That's how you're going to get scarring and scabbing. You just want to open the hole of the pore. Yeah. And then you squeeze down, under and up, if that makes sense. Like like imagine that you the pimples to... are rock and you're using your fingers with the tissues on them to make pop. a volcano explode. Yes. Sort of. Yes. You'll generally get blood and a little bit of like a clear liquid. Mm -hmm. And if the pus doesn't come easily, do not push it. Just leave it. I'm sorry you don't want to hear that. Mm. If you do, you're going to break too much of the skin and cause scarring and scabbing. If you've done that, I would do this out of a hot shower or after you've had a hot compress on your skin to slightly open the pore. Do it at night, then just wipe it clean. Don't put anything on top. Don't put a salicylic acid or anything on top, even though it's so satisfying because it stings the shit out and of just, it. And you know you're like, oh, yeah, that's working. Like, die germs, die. <laughs> um, but you're better off just putting nothing on it. Don't put toothpaste. Why people put toothpaste on their pimples drives me mad. Do not put toothpaste and then just go to bed. You will. The problem is you probably will have a small scab in the morning, so it's like whitehead or scab. You still need to conceal something. Yeah. Um, but I get that you're going to do it. But to answer your question, Donna, the reason is is because the sebum is a lot thicker than blood, so it doesn't have a big enough door to get out. Get out of. Mm. Um, happy squeezing. Our next question is from Sarah. I have been using the same eyeliner forever and I really want to change. I only like retractable. However, my eyeliner either comes off by 2 p.m. or it smudges throughout the day. Any suggestions? I have so many suggestions because eyeliner is my life. Although I haven't done my typical liner today, yeah, have you I? you haven't. Do you know why? I don't know who I am anymore. Like, <laughs> as a mum. I know, but like my fashion sense has changed. Like beauty has changed because I don't, like normally coming here, you would have seen I wore all black, my liquid liner, like that was who yeah. I was. Yeah. And now I don't know. It's a journey. A you discovery. seem a lot more relaxed as well. Yeah. Which is funny because I know that your life is probably 
the furthest thing from relaxing. I'm definitely more like chill about it. Yeah. You just have to let That's shit go. That's great. But anyway, we're turning into my life story. Okay, but liner <laughs> has, has been my life for, well, I was going to say 37 years, but I don't think I wore liner when I was no. an 18-month-old. But anyway, some tricks. You like retractable, I get it, because the worst thing about bloody doing a pencil, like sharpening, sharpening a pencil, is it snaps off the top again and there goes your pencil all through the sharpener. Mm. Or then you put your sharpener in your bag and then black crap goes everywhere. Yep. Or you don't have a sharpener. What's true? I mean, I bet you don't have a sharpener. I have like 10. Oh, I actually do, funnily enough. Mm. Mm. I thought that spoke to our personalities. But this is my trick. I love an eyelid primer um, when you're wearing shadow, but I also like it sometimes just as a wash, like a base on your Covers all those veins. Yeah, it makes you look kind of more fresh and awake. But I don't often wear an eyelid primer when I'm doing liner on the top lash line because when you blink... Eyeshadow primer is so grippy that it grips the liner if and oh, it gives yep. you a line up there, mm-hmm. which I've probably got right now. No, you don't actually. Um, so instead I use a translucent powder and I apply it with a shadow brush all over my eyelid so it just gives it a matte kind of effect because your eyelids are very oily. They've got a lot of oil glands, which is why you get smudgy mm. shadow, smudgy liner. So do that. Then you use your pencil. So I always start from the pupil of the outer corner and do a bit of a flick. With liners that are in a retractable, they're generally... Um, Creamier, right? Yeah, they're, exactly. Yeah. And so that's probably where you're getting that sort of smudging happening. So I'll talk through my favourite retractables in a minute. But consider looking for a waterproof or one specifically for tight lining. Um, and then what I do is my other trick is to use a very small angled brush and get a bit of black shadow and I just trace over the line with that mm. because it sets the waxiness of the pencil because pencil by nature is a wax because it's kind of yep. held together in a solid, if that makes sense. So powder your eyelids and set your liner and then it shouldn't budge anywhere. My favourite retractables, if you really want a retractable, the Sephora collection is awesome. So I love everything in that range, but the liner that they've got is 18 bucks. It's waterproof, really good. Only thing is you have to work quite quickly because it is waterproof. If you want to do any sort of smudging or blending, got to work quick. Um, the Clinique Quick Liner is amazing. That's about 35 NYX Retractable Liner. NYX is basically free. It's like five bucks. Um, and the Models Prefer, which is um, Priceline's in-house brand, they mm. also do a really good retractable. So I get it. Retractable for life. Liner for life. Good luck, Sarah, and I hope that helps. Thank you, Lee. Good work. Yay! Back on the horse and doing a fab job. My baby brain is only slightly no, here. No, it's fine. Thanks, friend. Spendy savey, spendy savey, give me a spendy. What's your spendy? So are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> Channel your Marie Kondo and give me your spendy okay. that is just making you the happiest. Okay. So as I mentioned, I'm a new person, don't know who I am. Oftentimes I'm just holding my baby. So I only really wear sunscreen like up to the post office to get a carrot at Woolies, whatever I do, my exciting <laughs> One lone carrot. Well, often I'm like, I need an excuse to go out. I'll get a carrot. And oh. then I come home and put it in the crisper with like the eight other carrots. Repeat, repeat, repeat. That's Matt leave basically. Mm. So I've been finding when I've been using like a traditional concealer just to hide the fact that I don't sleep, you can tell I've got some sort of base on under my eyes, but then the rest of my face is just sunscreen and it just looks too weird. Mm-hmm. Then I discovered, which Amy Clark already wrote about, but I have to talk about this, the Charlotte Tilbury Magic Vanish. So, oh, yes. I remember her story about this. Oh, my God. Okay. So it's $49, which is fairly affordable for Charlotte Tilbury. It's in a little tiny pot and it's not technically a concealer. It's like a neutralizer. Okay. Okay. I'm shade light. 
it gives you enough coverage that it knocks away that blueness or that purpleness or sallowness under the eyes and it looks really great if you just have a tinted moisturiser or no moisturiser, no coverage at all. It just looks like your face but better, like your face with an extra three hours sleep. So Brilliant. I, oh, man, it's and so good. is it like an eye cream consistency? No, thick. It's almost like a wax. Oh. It's like a tinted wax and you just use a little bit in the dark areas and then you just look like you but rested. So I'll often just do sunscreen, that and brow fill in and then mm-hmm. that's my like day-to-day yeah. mum look. What? How do you – do you use it with like apply it with your fingers? I've or? applied it with my fingers. I've done once with a brush but that's just – that was dumb. You just need fingers and it's a tiny little like compact so you can just chuck it in your bag and go. Or ah. if you me, chuck it in your ginormous baby bag and never find it again. What's your spendy? So I thought that for my first week without Amy, yes, that I would recommend a lip product because I just oh. thought she will really appreciate that. And I think I've hardly recommended any lip products in my entire career here with You Beauty. So the lip product that I'm recommending is very bougie. It's mm. the Tom Ford Beauty Lip Color Matte. Mm. It's seventy two dollars for a lipstick. For a lipstick. And the shade that I'm recommending is First Time. Oh, that sounds like a nude? It's a pink. Pinky. A very nude pink, though, so it's a very Mm. universally flattering shade. Did you wear this on your wedding day? This was my wedding lipstick. beautiful. And so, I mean, in everyday life, I would never say that people should just be spending $72 on a lipstick because that's... Outrageous. Crazy. But for your wedding day, especially if you're doing your own makeup, you want special products. So, guys, over the next few weeks, you're going to be getting a lot of wedding related recommendations. I I want to hear all about it. Oh, I have so much because I did all my own skincare prep and, um, oh, I got facials and stuff and makeup and hair, actually. Did you do your hair? Yeah. Oh, I got it curled in the morning, but then I did. I actually hated it, though, but another story. Um, You looked beautiful. Thanks. But yeah, so. This lipstick, I had actually had it saved for my wedding. This is so lame, but I'd had it for like two and a half years. Like it was a gift that someone gave me and I was like, oh, I don't want to just use this. Like it's so beautiful and special and it's got such a beautiful little black and gold house and it's a perfect pink for me, perfect nudie pink. Did you use a lip liner with it? No. Just the lipstick? Just went straight on with the bullet because I was very, sorry, actually, no, the first time when I was doing my makeup, I did use a lip liner, but I never once reapplied yeah. that. I was just swiping it and on. And did you have the bullet on you somewhere to reapply? Down your bra or no, anything? No. No. But the wedding was on my properties, on my properties, on my parents' property. So I just ran back into my room every now and then and like touched up my fragrance and lipstick, nothing else. So I did sort of have it on me, I guess. Yeah. And it was just so special. Like it was just such a beautiful colour and it was, it felt really nice to use something so extra and expensive fancy. and Did fancy. it wear well? Beautifully. And, and it was matte was but not drying? Not drying at all. Like mm. let, let's just say the first kiss wasn't too dry with that on. <laughs> it also it. didn't transfer on him. Like he didn't have weird mm. pink patches on his mouth That's afterwards. That's a good so test. I just loved it. And it was just, I think, especially for a wedding or just something special, like a birthday yeah. or a gift you for someone. You do not have to justify that. That's like, that's well, I just so think warranted. It's, it's, it was very special. And now on anniversaries and date nights and stuff, you can wear it again and it's like a little memory. Yeah. And I mean, I don't even think it's going to be drying given I was gifted it from a friend two and a half years ago and I'm oh, only just opening it now. Technically it's expired, but sh- expired schmired. I'd never like actually used it that I had opened it though, hadn't I? Whatever. Well, you know what? Anyway, Tom Ford Beauty, well done you because it was just as good as the day that I opened it. <laughs> All right, my save is so boring and I have a really long-winded so story about how to, I got here, but it's great. Okay, Boring excellent. and great. Boring but fantastic. Excellent. excellent. So is mine. Love it. So 
pre-baby, your body goes through all this stuff, right? Like mm-hmm. hormone levels drop, everything's horrific, bad, bad. And my skin was extremely dry on my body, my legs so dry, so itchy, kill me now. Mm-hmm. But also we moved house. I've recently discovered that because the shower head is from like 1914 or something ridiculous, <laughs> it's got so much lime scale and rust in it and it's really, really hard water. So I thought basically my hair was destroyed. I thought everything was destroyed. Half of it is... Were you blaming... I was blaming postpartum. I was blaming <gasps> my adorable, stupid baby. Oh, that poor little I mean, cutie. Half of it's his fault, but then half of it is this water. Mm. So my legs throughout winter and coming up to now have been so dry and so itchy, and I have been to Priceline and Chemist Warehouse and tried absolutely everything. Some of them that work are the most disgusting fragrance or the most disgusting finish that you can't wear them day to day, mm. right? Like you might have to wear them to bed. I discovered it's called the Dermavine Sensitive Relief Exma Lotion. Boring as hell. Ugly packaging. $12. I put it on my legs. The itch stops immediately. <gasps> okay. It gets a bit of a white film, which is annoying. But then if you just rub the white film away, you feel super hydrated, but like you mm. don't have um, moisturizer on. So I could put jeans on. I could put gym leggings on because you know how once you've moisturised your legs, like, oh, now I have to wear a skirt. Yes. It's so annoying. Yeah. And, and you don't, there's nothing worse than that horrible, like, I Ugh. hate that feeling. Ugh. Like, in winter, you can't layer and in summer, you don't mm. want to feel sticky. Exactly. It's none of that. So it's completely stopped my itchiness and also I just love it now as a moisturiser. That's I amazing. I just felt like such a boring mum buying a practical, ugly product. No. I, you've got to love them sometimes. How much are we talking? $12. $12. Yeah. And you know what? You can probably get it on special too. And once I even mixed it with some shimmery crap and I and oh, then I stop. put it on and I looked fancy. Super fans. Mm. Oh, love that. What's your savvy? So my savvy is they're called Afro combs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're just the black combs with the like long teeth thingies. Yeah, and the little handle type yep. thing. But they're flat. They're very old school like your mum probably used them when you were younger. Obviously, only ever seen my mum use them when I was younger. And I was saying to my hairdresser not long ago, I was like, God, I don't understand how you always are combing my hair even with just shampoo in it and it's going through, whereas I can't even comb my hair with full conditioner. of conditioner in and it will comb through. And she was like, oh, girlfriend, you've got to get these combs. And she said, I've told you before. And I thought, oh, sorry. <laughs> and then she showed me and she was like, it's $3, $4 from Coles or wherever. You get a pack of two. So that way I've got one in my gym bag, one in my shower at home. And do you and do it when your hair's wet in the shower? Yeah, with conditioner or whatever thing I've got in my hair to mask, mask whatever. whatever. And it is amazing. And my hair has been so soft mm. and actually brushed because my hair's always so unbrushed. Don't look at it at the moment. Obviously no, I, I know you, Kelly. Time. You forget. You have to, Half the time you don't even brush your hair and then just well, put it in a bun. This is welcome back. I did my hair just for you. But once every six months you decide to comb your hair, this is how you do it. Exactly. No, well, I've been doing it like every six days at this point. Wow. Which is, I know. I'm like a, a new woman. I'm a grown-up. I'm married now. Like I'm an actual grown-up. You're married up. now. You have to wash your hair mm. once a week. And shave my legs. <laughs> no, that's why you get married so you don't have to oh, shave your yes. legs. And another trick is because I find that when I curl my hair or my extensions, if I just brush them out with a normal brush, some people love that. But like the fluffy look. I don't like the fluffiness. Mm. And I also don't like using other combs because I find that it brushes them out too much. This comb is perfect. It's yes. multi-use. Oh, it's the Goldilocks of so, combs. Love it. BRB going to Coles. Well, Lee, thank you so much for coming back. <sighs> I survived. You were brilliant and it's lovely to have you here. It is so good to be back. Now, guys, don't forget we have a new email address, youbeauty at mamamia.com.au. We've got the Facebook group. I basically live in there. She is great. She'll answer everything. We've got the Insta page. What don't we have? Oh, I'll tell you what we're going to have, a roadshow. <gasps> next year. We are. Stay tuned, guys. We've even got our... Um, Amy will be back on Thursday and we'll both be back next Tuesday. But for now, 
Have a good week. See you soon.